Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to uh, Man of the Post Extra Time. I am your host, Chris. Uh, with me this week, I've got Emma. Sava. Bon Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad to you too. Uh, and we've got Adam. Hello. Happy Christmas. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Merry Christmas. Is um, have you done all your presents? I'm an organised guy, Chris. My presents have been done for a good week. Have you? And have you been a good boy this year? Absolutely not. So you, <laughs> you're not going to get anything then? No. Oh no. Well, we'll have to see what Santa brings you. Uh, okay, so uh, this week we're going to be talking about the Carabao Cup. We're going to be talking about some league action across Europe that's happened this week. Uh, bits and bobs of news and some Premier League um, Boxing Day fixtures, although a couple have already been called off. Uh, so we'll start on Tuesday night, Arsenal 5, Sunderland 1, uh, an Eddie Nketi hat-trick, uh, Nicolas Pepe and Charlie Patino scored in the 91st minute. Charlie Patino, um, who was born 10 games into Arsenal's 49-game unbeaten run in 2004, I think it was. Yeah, I heard that and it made me sad inside. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it is a little bit. Yeah, uh, Sunderland did have hope, they're only 2-1 down at half-time. Um, who saw this one? I did. Okay, what did you think of? I mean, did Arsenal play incredibly well, but it's just Sunderland, or can you draw anything from this? Uh, in the first half, I think it was pretty even, actually, mm-hmm. which was weird. Well, Arsenal were just doing Arsenal stuff. Were they passing it to death, or was there any sort of purpose to it? Uh, no, I mean, they were quite direct and attacking. They just weren't very comfortable defensively, and Sunderland really got at them for spells of the first half, at least. Were they getting quite? That doesn't sound like Arsenal. No, not not at home anyway. Um, <laughs> uncomfortable defensively, no. You just know if this had been that's the other not, way round, it would have been even more uncomfortable. That's not the Arsenal I know. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, was it the goal? I can't. I can't think. I've got an image of I think possibly Ben White chasing the ball down into his goal and trying to clear off the line or something. Was that the Sunderland goal? Yeah. Oh, he, I don't think Ben White's very good. Sorry, Benjamin White. I don't think he's very good. Uh, yeah, do you know? Put, put, put some respect <laughs> on Benjamin White's name. <laughs> he doesn't actually like football, does he? Famously. No. He doesn't, yeah, because everyone keeps calling him Ben. <laughs> <laughs> it's way too friendly and unfamiliar. He is it's Benjamin. His, it's not his name. He's actually, he's actually called Rob. He, he is. Do you think that's it? Do you think he is Ben to his mates? He's just decided that the whole of football is not his mates. 
I don't like any of you. And if he has, then I respect him. <laughs> so he didn't play very well, or he's looking a bit sort of bullied, or how did it look? Um, I just don't think he's very good. He doesn't look very confident. Okay, who was with him in defence? You know? Was it Rob Holding? Uh, I don't remember. I think it might have been. And was it Leno in goal? It was Leno in goal, yeah. They made uh, a whole ton of changes. Yeah. Um, there was a there was a lot of youth on show. Well, evidently, if you're born in the middle of their um, <laughs> their unbeaten God, run, that, that was depressing. It's a lot of children. Yeah, I I think the tipping point for me is going to be the first Premier League player born after Liverpool won the Champions League in 2005. I think that's just going to be um. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, coming. Yeah, it's not far off, is it? I reckon we could be having that next year. Uh, but Eddie, Eddie and Katia, he scored a really nice like back heel flick for his hat trick. And yes, that was really good. Hey, that, so he, he, he um he had a good game, didn't he? He did. Yeah, apparently he scored a lot of goals in the what cup is it? The League Cup, Carabao Cup. Yeah. Yeah, and you was your League Cup, but I couldn't remember what it was called for a second. Well, he scored five goals in three League Cup games this season, um, but he's only played 38 minutes of Premier League football. Arsenal have offered him a contract, uh, but he's refused to sign it, and he's out of contract in the summer. So I think he's been at Leeds on loan. He's done too well, and now he wants to leave. <laughs> he's like Can't a sort of Poundland Vieira of Fabregas. <laughs> Maybe he'll come to Barcelona. Maybe he will. Yeah. Um, they should keep him though and just boot Aubameyang. Well, yeah. I mean, he's had a couple of loans. I think he was on loan at Leeds, and he was definitely in the Bundesliga for a season. I just can't remember who with. Um, so I don't probably think Hoffenheim. probably Hoffenheim. Yeah, I don't think they'd be short of suitors, will he? Yeah, they should get good money for him. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's Tuesday. There's only one. Oh, he's out of contract. Oh yeah, right. You're right. Well, you could get him for free. Yeah. I like free business. Well, as we're going to come on to in a bit, but... Yeah. We're back in the game. As we're going to discuss in a bit, Barcelona have found some money behind the back of their sofa. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. But, um, Carrick on Wednesday, Leicester 3, uh, sorry, Liverpool 3, Leicester 3, uh, Liverpool 1-5-4 on penalties. Um... Oxley Chamberlain, Jota, and a 95th minute uh, Takai Minamino equaliser cancelled out two goals from Jamie Vardy and a wonderful goal from uh, James Madison. Um, has anybody seen this one at all? No, I try not to watch Liverpool if I can help it. <laughs> okay, uh, this is quite an inexperienced Liverpool team. Um, Kelleher, cool. I I saw that. I saw the squad numbers were like 80s and 90s, and <laughs> yeah. I was like, no. Uh... To Ferris, hard to tell when their first choice right back was 66. Disgusting. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Kelleher, uh, Bradley, uh, Cometio and um, Morton sort of started. Uh, Klopp on the happier half-time brought on uh, Diego Jota, Ibrahim Canati and James Milner, who is older than the new president of Chile. Uh, <laughs> James Milner is older than two um, world leaders. Uh, apparently the, um, the guy who runs San Marino or the, the I don't know, is it Kingdom, I think, San Marino? Whoever's in charge of San Marino and the new president of Chile are both younger than James Milner. James Milner could be that Arsenal kid's dad. He probably could be, yeah. <laughs> San Marino wants itself, let's be honest. I pretty much does. I mean, it's the world's oldest country, so they must be used to running themselves by now. Um, 
Perceived wisdom is that Castellanos choose injury at the 60th minute. Uh, he had to come off when Leicester were three-one uh, up. Um, Liverpool got those that two goals. That swayed the game because Liverpool got their two goals afterwards. Uh, went to penalties. Uh, Luke Thomas and Minamino missed um, for City and for uh, Liverpool before uh, it went to sudden death. Uh, and then Ryan Bertrand missed and Diogo Jota scored. Diogo Jota very much enjoyed his celebration. You've seen this, haven't you, Emma? Yes, you showed me. <coughs> he, was, he was very excited. Well, to tell people to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the Leicester fans had been singing to the tune of uh, Band-Aids Feed the World, Feed the Scousers um, and bits and bobs like that. So I think he was a little bit knocked. Uh, so yeah, both him celebrating and then Nico Williams doing a knee slide in front of the City fans as well. I think um, <laughs> they were both very happy to get that win. The League Cup quarterfinal. Listen, it's the grief you get from you, these you people. Shouldn't be league, you shouldn't be knee sliding in a League Cup. Oh, he's only young. He's not taking play part in many um, celebrations like this. Before. Plus, they were they were meanies, weren't they? As Leicester fans. Yeah, that's mean-spirited it is mean-spirited uh so liverpool qualified they are your people though chris they are they are my people i feel very not leicester fans (laughs) or mean-spirited people are my people i thought you meant as a child of leicester though my people i jest I did that. I did mean that, but it could be. That could mean two things. <laughs> he meant that everybody involved in that was your people. Well, they were. Yeah, I, that was like that was like the Chris Etchingham derby, wasn't it? <laughs> your people are your people. <laughs> a Chris Etchingham hate crime. <laughs> I got more people than a Jennifer Lopez entourage. <laughs> uh, okay, Spurs two, West Ham one. Um, Stephen Bergwijn, Lucas Moura. Uh, uh, with the winner after Jared Bowen and equalised. Bergwijn opens scoring, um, but an Eric Dyer error uh, leads to uh, a poor clearance, which allowed Jared Bowen to score. Yarmolenko hit the bar in the 93rd minute. Um, another thing to come from this was there was some crowd trouble uh, before the game between Spurs fans and um, West Ham fans. I do not believe it, Chris. <laughs> uh, and a lady travelling on the tube um, with some West Ham fans, uh, she got her camera phone out and asked a West Ham fan to repeat the anti-Semitic abuse he'd um, been directing in her direction, uh, at which point he got very quiet and started doing pull-ups on the overhead rails on the um, on the tube. Uh, and this... sounds like a keeper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, could, I, couldn't, I couldn't possibly have said anything anti-Semitic. Look how strong I am. Yes, <laughs> and, look, and look how silent I am. Um, and then finally in the League Cup, uh, it was Brentford nil Chelsea 2. So um, Brentford held out to 80th minute to Pontus Janssen own goal and then a Jorginho penalty. Um, Chelsea have reached their third semi-final in 11 months under Tuchel. Um, Kepa made saves from Wissa, Janssen and uh, Rico Henry. Um, <laughs> is another want to feel old moment. Uh, Jude Sunsup Bell uh, made his Chelsea debut. Um, he was eight years old when Cesar Aspilicueta made his debut in 2012. <laughs> I, hate this. I hate everything about it. <laughs> um, Chelsea have been sort of, well, I think maybe Tuchel's been coming in for a bit of criticism recently with Chelsea's performances. But that's quite a, a, a good stat, isn't it? Third semi in less than, uh, less than 12 months. I feel like he's doing a good job. I feel he is. 
Maybe Chelsea but, fans are just being ungrateful. How did we decide that? When he won the, is it because he won the Champions League? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, Mark of a good job. Like, probably only three points off the top of the table or something like that. But that's yeah, not enough for some um, people. I know it's not. <laughs> Maybe they're being he ungrateful. Is, he is a huge six points off the top of the table. Yeah. Um... I can't wait. Did he sign an extension to that contract or does his contract run out in the summer? I think we talked about this before, haven't we? I'm sure he signed a contract. Surely he signed an extension. Otherwise, we'd be going on about it all the time. Uh, yes, it would be all over the newspapers, wouldn't it? Only six months left. Um, also, in terms of... Does anyone remember when we that time when we all of a sudden decided to accept that West Ham were quite good and then everything just <laughs> turned to shit from that point for them? It's fallen off the cliff, isn't I it? I don't ever remember signing that contract you're on the Brentford and Leeds train you haven't got room for a West Correct. Ham train have you I've hitched my wagon to way worse stuff <laughs> as we're about to talk about in a second because we're on to European uh, Leeds uh, I'm, I'm, I'm normally quite good at remembering this stuff so the fact I can't remember it is quite good is, a pro, a, is in, in the pro column for you having not done that but excellent I meant as a collective at least as a collect, as, I'm as sorry a sort of like, no don't generalise. I'm not part. Uh, uh, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I mean, just us. Even just. I mean, sort of football as a whole, like finding sort of acceptance. Yeah, we're, West Ham are doing okay. They're quite no, good. And David I'm, Moyes. I'm sorry. Okay. No, I still refuse to be a part of that. Stop it. One lone resenting <laughs> dissenting voice. Yeah, and she's right. <clears throat> <laughs> to be fair, so I mentioned that on Football Weekly today as well. Um, the fact that as soon as West Ham gets some recognition, their sort of form falls off a rather large cliff. Have you listened to this today's book weekly? No. Uh, it's very good. They, they sort of, they got Philippe, Barry and uh, Wilson on, but they sort of have messages from other people and I can't remember it, but the Jonathan Liu message I thought was quite funny or incisive, one of the two. And I was going to remember it and tell you tonight, but I can't remember what it is. Um, okay, right, in the European uh, leagues. Ex excellent job. <laughs> I was listening to it in the car on the way to um, Christmas shopping today. I thought, I must remember that for Adam, but that was like 10 hours ago now, so no chance. Um, so, European leagues. Uh, so, in Spain, Real Madrid are top on 46 points. Uh, eight points behind uh, are severe. Uh, Betis on 33. And then, woo, we're on the Betis train. They're not even the most surprising team in the top four, are they, Emma? Uh, no, I guess they're which is... Why, a Barcelona there? Hey! <laughs> wow. Shots fired. Shots fired. I take it I'm your favourite one on the pod this week. You are, yeah. Because <laughs> Raya are fourth, aren't they? Raya Valcano are there, yeah. They're on 30 points. They are a point ahead of uh, Atletico Madrid and Real Sociedad, who have both lost their last four games. So <laughs> They have both dropped off that West Ham cliff. <laughs> they have. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on, just to clarify, so you're you're allowed to, to slag off Barcelona until the end of the world, but one of us is one thing. Adam, how would you? Adam, are you? Adam, are you allowed to slag off your? Are you allowed to say bad things about your brother? But are other people allowed to say bad things about your brother? Absolutely. What do you want? What do you want to say about him? Touch him. <laughs> I think that's kind of the thing, isn't it? I'm, I can say bad things about my brother, but nobody else can. Mentally weak. Um, does, <laughs> does he listen? Lives in a shed. Lives in a shed. What? Uh, 
He lives in a shed. Yeah, well, he has a he has a he, he has a cabin in the gar, in the garden that he lives in. It's a it's a glorified shed, but yeah, it's a shed. Um, I think it's quite cool. I think it's camping. I do. I do think it's camping. Camping. <laughs> is he allowed in the house? Why is he out there? But but if it is camping, I would point out that it, it might be camping at Emma to get on board because he does have a PlayStation Five in that shed. Which is is in its plus column, but that's the only <laughs> thing that is. Because I've got one of those, and it's inside a building with walls. <laughs> like, he's, got, he's got walls. They're not very yeah, solid. They're solid walls, and they're made of bricks. <laughs> like if, shit if, that's going to get blown over in a storm. I mean, in the story of the Three Little Pigs, he is in the house that would get blown. Yeah, it, the walls <laughs> would be able to blow his house down. And that's not somewhere I want to be. <laughs> um, well, going back to Rival Connor, how have they ended up? How have they ended up in fourth place then? Uh, what are they? Do- is it other teams doing badly, or are they doing incredibly well? How's, how have they got there? Emma? I mean, to be fair, it does help that Sushidad and Atleti are, I mean, failing miserably <laughs> at the moment, but they are really good. They're they're pretty fun. They're well organized. They they're they're a good team. It's very scary. Because um, Falcao's not starting many games, is he? He's sub for quite a lot. I've seen him come off the bench. No. So it's but not... he d- when he comes off the bench, he does score. <laughs> he does. He's quite prolific off that bench, isn't he? <laughs> he really is, yeah. <laughs> I think maybe that's all he can do. He's, you know, getting old. He is. Um, well, let's talk about some games then that are taking place this week. If, if, all you can, if all you can do, though, is come off the bench and score, that's a pretty good party trick. It's not bad. That's all right, isn't it? Yeah. Um, let's talk about some results in La Liga this week. Someone been... somewhere is going to find a use for that. <laughs> it's been quite a busy and interesting week. So we'll start on Monday, uh, Levante versus Valencia. So Levante went 2-0 up. Um, I did tweet to someone, this has got Valencia winning 3-2 with a 93rd minute winner written all over it. It was a little bit mm-hmm. more than that though, wasn't it? Uh, it was wild, wasn't it? Certainly was. And not just the rain. Wait, was that the game with the rain? No, that was Atleti, no, wasn't it? That was Barcelona. It? Yes, that's right, Sevilla Barcelona. Um, too many games in this week. There's been a lot. There was a point when, just before uh, Valencia got that penalty, when Levante could have gone 3-0 up, couldn't they? Or 3-1 up, I can't remember. Um, and they hit the bar, and then the keeper saved the follow-up, and then they went immediately down the other end and, and got the penalty, didn't they? Yeah. Um, it, what? <laughs> it was, I did not expect that game to be so entertaining, but <laughs> it, it really was. It was wild. Um, but yeah. Uh, Soler and Guedes um, they're not bad are they no Soler's an incredibly good player isn't he yeah I mean that's not exactly breaking news but yeah he um, he's, he is a lovely <laughs> player to watch he's a lovely player to watch um, but Levante haven't won for 30 odd games is it that's why they fired their coach oh yes and they've got their new one haven't they their hot new one appointed that hot guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah who <laughs> started following you on Instagram? True, yeah. <laughs> Have you slid into any DMs yet? No. Are you going to? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so also this week we had um, Granada 2, Atletico Madrid 1. Darwin Makis, what a goal that was. Mm-hmm. That was an amazing goal. So he sort of... He sort of cuts him from the left-hand side, didn't he? And then a rather lovely curling shot 
to um, Oblak's left. I kind of like it as well when the keeper sort of leaping as high and as far as he can and still gets nowhere near it. <laughs> Unless you're not having a good time right now, are they? Why is that? I don't know. Don't know what it is. I can't. I can't put my finger on it. Ned said, so "What's Simeone saying? Is he saying it's bad defending? Bad? They can't finish chances? Is he?" Say one thing and he's happy about anything, to be perfectly honest. It, it was his 10-year anniversary this year, wasn't it? This week? Yeah. Suarez, Suarez hasn't scored in eight games now, right? He's been injured, to be fair to him. Um, Suarez. He, he, I don't know why they've been trying to force him to like get fit too fast, but they have for some reason. Are they a team... But he's been injured. Sorry, go on. He's been injured. No, 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 I'm done. Okay, sorry. Um, are they a team traditionally that rely on like a sort of 20-25 goal a season striker or do they tend to spread their goals out a bit? They have had that, f- like, mostly, haven't they, if we think about it. They have the Forlan, uh, Aguero, Balgao. I mean, they, they have had that mm. in their past. Uh, but there's not a lot going on, is there, like, goals-wise? No. Antoine Griezmann is not the man I call if I want goals scored. <laughs> He's not. No, that's I used true. to have to, and I don't anymore. <laughs> and it's a relief, isn't it? <laughs> it very much is. It's a blessed relief. <laughs> what? What? What is? What is the thing that you were playing Antonio Griezmann for? Blackface. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't expecting that answer, were you? I wasn't going to enjoy whatever the answer was. <laughs> I, I, I knew when I was asking the question I was going to be happy with the answer. <laughs> uh, also, um, Athletic lost 2-1 at home to Real Madrid, a very nice Benzema goal, which is quite similar to the Mackey's goal. Um, Villarreal, they beat Alaves 5-2. And then Barcelona drew 1-1 with uh, Sevilla. So Papa Gomez, uh, that was a really nice goal, that Papa Gomez goal, wasn't it? That was a very well-worked corner, was wasn't it? It was a really nice finish, yeah. So anybody didn't see it, it was a uh, it wasn't a short corner. It was a corner played on the ground towards around about the sort of penalty spot. The or just, of the box. Yeah, it? maybe a bit further out in the penalty spot. And Papa Gomez made his run from the back post and sort of side footed it by about five defenders and into the goal. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah, it was really really nice. Uh, and then Barcelona with I think it was their first corner of the game in the forty fifth minute. Um, Arahu scored didn't he uh, a header. Our sweet Uruguayan prince. He did. But that wasn't the best moment of the game, was it? Uh, well, what do you think was the best moment of the game? Jules Kunde. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what was he thinking? So for anybody that's not seen this, so uh, basically the ball goes out for a... It must have been a severe throw. Jules Kunde gets barged in the back by Jordi Alba as he's trying to retrieve the ball. And then, just as he picks the ball up, gets barged again. So Jules Kunde thinks enough to this. Turns around and throws the ball at point-blank range into Jordi Alba's face. That was wild. <laughs> Adam, have you seen this? I would have done it too. Well, I think there's a long queue of people that would want to do that. I laugh my socks off. Oh, God, yeah. I can imagine. Sorry. Sorry, are we saying it was thrown into his face? Yeah. Yeah. Or does it hit him in the shoulder? No, face. Uh-huh. Face. Uh, I, mm. Have you seen a different angle? I, I, I think Jordi Alba makes a bit of a meal of that. Oh, he definitely does. Fully on brand. Oh, yeah, of course he does. He was getting him sent off. <laughs> Are you familiar with the work of Jordi Alba? <laughs> and then he nearly scored the winner of the last kick of the game, didn't he? <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, 
it was um I felt bad for Dembele when he hit the post. Yeah. I want good things for that kid. Just the... because it's gonna knock some more on his chest. <laughs> the two lads that are playing up front, they're quite new, weren't they? I can't remember their names. Abde and I can't remember who else was. Ferran. Ferran. Yeah. Was it him? Was um, it yeah, they they were okay, weren't yeah. they? They were fine. They've got a lot to learn, but they're 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 Barca B kids, and they're all we've got. Because <laughs> Luke De Jong is not the answer to any question. Uh, well, um, I what... can't remember them, but yet, yet, yet you are. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm sure that's the second time you've asked about them. I uh, no, I haven't seen these two before. Ask about them as the game was happening, though, like who they were. Oh well, that was the other day, wasn't it? I forgot that. <laughs> There's been right, too okay. many games. <laughs> exactly. Um, so what's the reaction been in the press this week So you uh, after this game? Because obviously you had an extra man but didn't manage to win. So what was the calm and measured reaction in Catalonia? <laughs> um, Javi seems really upset that we didn't win. And I don't understand why, because I feel like we must have been watching different things. Uh, he's got some agency in whether they win or not, hasn't he? Why is he... <laughs> what was he upset with? <laughs> He does. Maybe he's upset with himself. Then I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't. Yeah. Things are just weird here at the moment because this season is essentially a write-off because nothing good's gonna happen. Um, and we're just trying to get some of these kids' experience, I guess. I mean, obviously they're not gonna be as good as anything that we've previously had before because some of that shit was like once in a lifetime players you know mm. like Iniesta and etc but they've got talent I just don't it's just not enough that's all so the players come through now so your fatties and your pedries and your players like that coming through Gavis mm -hmm. there's no similar feeling that these are the same sort of generation of talents that came about 15 years ago? No. no. I mean, maybe for Pedri and Ansu, but... That's it. No. <laughs> okay. Well, to help you with your problems, you've uh, signed the only player to score a Premier League hat-trick who was born on the 29th of February. <laughs> Ferran Torres. Yeah, so um, where did Wanda Porter go looking for that 55 million euros? Bank loan, bank loan. <laughs> do, do you reckon they think they're signing like a 12 year old and they've not realised? So... <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, so you've got a bank loan against uh, so what collateral has been put up? I don't know what collateral we've got. The stadium? <laughs> It's got to be the promise of selling players, hasn't it? We, well, we've got to, because otherwise we're going to fuck up the salary gap. So someone needs to go. Which means, that, I guess, yeah. I, sorry, I guess that means you'll but be selling players. Sorry, doesn't, doesn't Aguero help with that? Uh, a poquito, yeah, a little bit. Um, and uh, Aguero does help with that a little bit. But... I you have to remember in January, Danny Alves is going to be able to play. <laughs> I guess this is a, a yeah, kind he's gonna, of... He's going he's to pay like 12, 12 euros and... Um, <laughs> and 
That's still I 12 euros that we need. <laughs> <laughs> is it kind of a good thing that you're signing in in January? Because it means you've got to force out players in January. And in January, you're going to be selling squad players rather than your fatties and your arahus, which I guess will be uh, in, summer in sales, won't they? But in, in theory, but who do you think is going to sign Coutinho? Newcastle. Newcastle. Dembele. Dembele, I can see going to someone like exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, there is talk of Barcelona doing a swap deal for Coutinho and um, Obama Yang with Arsenal. That's um, not going to help your financial team. situation, is it? <laughs> no, no, it isn't. None of that is going to help. No. So, but yeah, my point, my point was um, immediate that might help you because if you. Sign Torres, you've got to get rid of other players to help um, fund Torres, which then means maybe you yes. won't have to sell your crown jewels in the summer, maybe, if you get rid of enough. Uh, no, and... we're still going to have to do that. Are that's, we? Okay. That's not, not kid ourselves. We're going to have to... We're, over, we're 1.5 billion in debt. What do you think we're going to have to do? <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, right, okay, in Italy, um, Inter are top on 46 points, four ahead of Milan, uh, who have both decided on a new stadium this week. Uh, Napoli on 39 points, then Atlanta on 38. So there were games this week. Uh, Empoli lost 4-2 to Milan. Um, Napoli lost 1-0 at home to Spezia. Bit of a surprise there. Inter beat Torino 1-0, and Genoa drew 0-0 with um, Atalanta. Uh, in Germany, they're into their winter break now, so there have been no games. But Bayern are top on 43, uh, nine ahead of Dortmund, then Freiburg on 29, and Bayern Leverkusen 28. Um, in France, uh, PSG, who've drawn three out of their last four games, are still 13 points ahead of Nice. So PSG are on um, 46, then Nice and Marseille are both on 33 points. So yesterday, or oh, this week, there has been uh, Nice 2, Lons 1, uh, Marseille 1, Rennes 1. Uh, and then yesterday, Lorient won, PSG won. Um, Lorient winning uh, in, into the uh, latter half of the game, latter stages of the game. Guess he picked up two yellow cards in five minutes. Sergio Ramos, Sergio Ramos. <laughs> he did. Uh, but fortunately for um, PSG, it didn't derail them because Mario Cardi got a 93rd minute equaliser. Um, Ramos going to Ramos, I guess. <laughs> can take the boy out of Spain. <laughs> He's just going to do the same shit in a different country. Uh, bits and bobs of news. Uh, Jordan Henderson believes, quote-unquote, nobody really takes player welfare. Nobody really takes player welfare. Seriously. I'm trying to get his Sunderland Is he accent. from Scotland? <laughs> no, I got, I got told off this week for my Scottish accent. Faux Scottish accent. I better not do that. I remember. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll talk about your affair. <laughs> a former a former podcast colleague of ours. Okay. Um So yeah, Jordan Henderson believes nobody quote unquote nobody really believes this player take takes this player welfare seriously. Uh Liverpool did play five games in two weeks. So this was before the announcement came out that the game this weekend is gonna be postponed. So now it's four games in two weeks. Uh due to COVID and injuries. Um Pep Guardiola has said that uh should the players and managers be all together to go on a strike? Um, though it's not going to uh, even go on a strike won't solve it. But you know, is there a sort of desire there for players to take this into their own hands? Do we feel sorry for footballers at the moment and what they're being asked to go through in this country? Don't you normally play so many games at Christmas time because you do weird shit like with your schedule instead of having a winter break? We do. We don't normally have that in the arms of a pandemic, though. 
Didn't you last year? Uh, we did last year. Sorry, what difference does the pandemic make? Yeah, we did. We did do it last year. That's true. No, normally we don't have a pandemic. So Liverpool, for example, I'm not normally just saying this because it's Henderson. So we lost uh, Fabinho, Van Dijk, and somebody else. I can't remember who that was last weekend due to COVID. So that's them out for two weeks. Ordinarily they'd be playing. Um, that's what the pandemic does, I guess. I mean, I don't disagree with him. I think I think he's right. Um, but isn't this just how it's always been <laughs> at the festive period in England? Yeah, I guess it has. Um, yeah, for years and years and years, and, and with and in the olden days with fourteen-man squads and more games because there was a four-team top league. Uh, I'm just trying to have a look at. Um, I don't know. I forgot what I was going to have a look at. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I can't. No, I can't remember. <laughs> Honestly, that's literally just happened. I just opened up Safari and I had to type something in and I thought I can't actually remember what it is I was going to look at. <laughs> so it'll come back about three o'clock tomorrow morning, I'll sit bolt upright and, you know, I'll remember. Uh, so, yeah, OK. Um, the other thing about this, I know we're going to talk about Klopp again in a minute, but we've mentioned him now. He has said this week he won't buy any uh, players that haven't been double vaccinated um, because it's the hassle of having to have those players eat in a different room, travel separately, stay in hotel rooms separately, blah, 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 blah. It's bad for team morale and obviously it's bad for uh, infections. So uh, 100% Liverpool players are vaccinated. Or, or if they're not vaccinated, how is he going to control their minds? (laughs) It's not Bill Gates. (laughs) Um, So yes, he's not going to buy any uh, unvaccinated players in the January transfer window. Uh, that implies he's going to be buying anybody <laughs> and you applaud him for that yeah I, I will applaud him for that yeah I think Liverpool are sort of unless with... they weren't going to buy anyone February the 1st is going to say I would have bought all these players but none of them are vaccinated I could have bought 10 of them in <laughs> um yeah, so uh, he said that's going to sort of make up part of his uh, thing. I think Liverpool have got 100% vaccine take-up, so we're sort of quite unique in that scenario. Uh, Wilfred Zaha has been recalled to the Ivory Coast squad for African Nations, which is going ahead. There's no hacking Ziyech in the Morocco squad, though. Uh, Newcastle have written to the Premier League requesting clarity over what they perceive to be a series of refereeing injustices. Uh, so they've given out three uh, examples. So Diego Jota scoring... Um, at Anfield the other week while Isaac Hayden was uh, had a head injury uh, the goal was allowed to stand uh, Edison's tackle on or brought the way Edison brought down Ryan Fraser in the, the weekend game that wasn't given as a penalty uh, and James Madison who initiated contact uh, with a Newcastle defender a couple of weeks ago uh, at the King Power Stadium and won a penalty Eddie Howe says uh, quote unquote there's a definite feeling of injustice among our group wow 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 moan 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 um I think Eddie Howe is a whiny bitch. My thoughts too. <laughs> Adam, any mitigations for Newcastle? Show them. Sorry? Uh, writing a letter, that will show them. <laughs> yeah. Didn't David Moyes do this with Everton once? Come on, defend your man. <laughs> he gets no defence from me. I thought I, mean, I seem to remember uh, David Moyes doing this with Everton, not, not getting penalties or something. Um, I don't understand yeah, the Diego. Right. I don't understand the Diego Jota one because they were quite happy to send their. 
course you don't. Well, uh, <laughs> this also feels like something that Liverpool have done before. Well, I mean, Isaac Hayden had a head injury, and they're quite happy to send him back on to carry on playing afterwards. So presumably, they either don't care about his head, or he wasn't <laughs> no, as injured as they thought. No, no, that, you know that's not the point. The point they didn't know that he was okay from the head injury, Chris. But they, they didn't know that at the time when he was down. The game and the rules are very clear. That if, if someone has a head injury, mm. the game should be stopped immediately for that to be treated. Well, the referee thought it was his back, and when it turned out to be his head, Newcastle still sent him back on to carry on playing. But that's fine. That does, but what's your your point about Newcastle sending him back on is completely moot. Like a cow's opinion. <sighs> And you know, and you know it is as well. No, I've got to be honest. I've got some sympathy for the James Madison one because, and the and the Edison one because they. I, oh, the two that didn't involve. The <laughs> those, are, those are the ones you've got sympathy for. Right? Well, if they were that bothered about their player having a head injury, they wouldn't have sent him back on. They would have substituted. Why, no, him. That doesn't make any difference. <laughs> the point is. Mhm. Need to have a head injury, and the rules of it, it should have been stopped. Once you then that. They might have thought he had a broken leg. If they sent him back on again because he didn't have a broken leg, what does that mean? Well, no, the referee... Well, care about his leg. <laughs> the referee thought he had got... he'd injured his back, not his head. That's why he didn't blow up. A mistake then, hasn't he? He has. That feels like a genuine mistake rather than, you know... Is it, though... Is it though, Emma, or is it a Liverpool conspiracy? Well, lots of Newcastle fans think there is some sort of anti-Newcastle agenda amongst the Premier League, and the Premier League want Newcastle relegated. Why they think that, I've got no idea. Wow. Of course, the Premier League want the richest club in the world who can attract the best players if they stay up this season to be relegated. Why wouldn't they? Money's really changed them. <laughs> it has, has it? isn't it? Has it? Or is it <laughs> hot, every club fan base a hot, paranoid mess? I think you're right. <laughs> you just scratch away at the surface. And, uh, um, Money's just made you realise they're there. You didn't care before. <laughs> That's right. Uh, okay, so uh, Suzuki Cup semi-finals uh, in Southeast Asia. So these are the two leg semi-finals. First leg was Singapore one, Indonesia one, Vietnam nil, Thailand two. Did anybody do their homework and watch this game? Which these games? Did you say? Did you say two? Did you say two leg semi-finals? Yes, they played the return legs on Christmas and Boxing Day. Has anyone? Oh, has anyone? Jordan Henderson should get onto this. That's. All, that's <laughs> They could have single leg semi-finals, cut out a needless game. Yeah. Especially in the heat home. of Singapore. I'm disappointed Jordan Henderson hasn't been out there so far campaigning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just standing near that place, which is where the side of the ground is just like that big tree. <laughs> yeah. With a car, with a placard that says, down with so many games. So he finishes white game. Guy, classic, classic white guy behaviour, only caring about the issues in white in English speaking countries <laughs> 10 to 5 on well. speak English. 10 to 5 on Saturday he should have been on that plane from Liverpool John Lennon Airport to Singapore <laughs> protesting and then been back for the Carabao Cup on Wednesday and the technology's there isn't it if he wanted us to take him seriously he'd care about all of these issues equally or what about Jordan <laughs> De Henderson on a big screen uh, from his house uh, all the way over it's to terrifying. Singapore <laughs> as the game's going on he's just there booing <laughs> at least at least pay to have a plane to fly over the ground and that's the Premier League way <laughs> uh, did anybody watch these games that I sent you to watch I'm now currently in a house full of people Chris I didn't... well you haven't got YouTube in a house really full of people didn't have the time 
No, and you know why. Well, I know you wouldn't watch it. I can't even get you to watch Premier League games or Champions League games. I knew you wouldn't. I almost always do my homework. You too. do? That's I mean, true. That's on. true. You've got to give me a break one week at That's Christmas. True. I will give you a break one week at Christmas. Uh, Raymond Abramovich. Um, teacher, I baked these raisin roundies for you. <laughs> I've always been teacher's pet. I can't help it. It's who I am. Uh... Roman Abramovich has become a Portuguese citizen um, via Portugal's policy of, um, uh, which they, they enacted since... Allowing two... anybody in? No, this <laughs> goes back to... This goes back to the 15th century. Uh, this does. Um, so Portugal's, uh, in the 15th century, they, the 15th century. they expelled the, uh, the Sephardi Jews who were expelled oh after... it's a guilt thing yes and since 2015 they've got a policy of extending uh, an offer of citizenship to Sephardi Jews um, who were the uh, sect of Jew uh, Jewish people that were expelled from uh, Portugal at that time so that's nice isn't it he's already got Israeli citizenship so he's it's not nice is it they're <laughs> eschewing their guilt that's not nice <laughs> he's hoovering up citizenships like Chelsea do players to send out on loan isn't he because he's got his Israeli one as well a Spanish court, Emma, has a Norgera Piquet's 2.1 million euro tax bill. Uh, this dates back to an issue mm -hmm. with his image rights and his uh, Kerad project company. His wife is still being investigated when she uh, can escape those bores. <laughs> <laughs> Such a weird problem to have. Yeah, she's been chased by both boars. <laughs> she's been chased by both boars and the taxman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe Sorry, she thought I'm that not... the boars were the taxman. <laughs> yeah, they're dressed not, as them. I'm not familiar with the current acts of Shakira. What is she doing? Uh, she doesn't pay tax. No, I got that. <laughs> oh, I a few weeks ago she that. was in I care about, I care about the boars. <laughs> oh, okay. A few weeks ago, she was in a park with her kids in Barcelona, and she was attacked by like a pack of wild boars who like attacked her and stole her bag. <laughs> sure, what man. happens here in is my that, city? Is it like a, is it like a version <laughs> of those um, um, thieving monkeys in like Gibraltar or whatever it is? <laughs> kind of. Don't, yeah, don't, don't mention Gibraltar to Emma. That's kind of a. That, the boars are Red far, flag. More <laughs> far more terrifying. And why would you want a rock full of thieving monkeys? What was that post-apocalyptic film with Will Smith where he was in the city and he got all those dogs attacking him or something? Hancock. I am legend. I am, I am legend. legend. That was it. <laughs> Maybe it was that. Maybe it's the tax man dressed as boars trying to get as close to her as possible. <laughs> it's the only way that either of them are going to pay. Exactly. Um, other bits of his... No, no, Oh, no, I'm just laughing at the idea of the pause. <laughs> uh, Benjamin Mendy has been charged with a seventh rape after appearing in court this week. Um, the uh, tax of seven now, Benjamin, is it? Yeah, he's alleged seven. Just the seven. So he every is. Day I, every day I wake up and there's more. It's like conservative parties. It didn't happen. <laughs> uh, these are alleged to have taken place over the course of last year and this year. Um, and I think he's due to go on trial next summer. Uh, Alan Shearer's house has been targeted by COVID anti-vaxxers. Who's seen this? Is he is he a big pro vax? He did he did a video for the Premier League, which they released their social media, telling people to get vaccinated. So some people uh, turned up at his house. Some people who really looked like if they were that interested in health and hygiene might have gone to the dentist rather than um, 
struggle sort of about anti-masking oh, and vaccine. Fired. Shots fired. Uh, so they turned up at his house uh, with those. With those. I'm assuming that Alan Shearer lives in Newcastle, right? Yes, they turned up his house so in Newcastle. Newcastle area. So this is a man. You're, you're a man taking shots at these people, knowing that they are good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, these people, the, these anti-vaxxers, have already rang up bomb threats to my daughter's school on the day of COVID vaccinations for children. There are a lot not to be messed with. Um, so yes, they turned up at his house after he did this video with some spurious legal papers. Uh, they rang his. Uh, the bell on his gates because obviously he's got a long driveway with private gates um, he didn't answer uh, and so they left him in his letterbox it turns out because he didn't answer because he doesn't actually live there <laughs> they, who would have guessed they serve papers at the wrong house do they turn up at Alan Shearer's house <laughs> <laughs> or Harry Shearer <laughs> Yeah, so they so they serve these weird legal papers um, at the wrong house. Uh, a legal person did say they carry absolutely no weight whatsoever. I think, as we all know. Um, well, that's I'm, that's I'm, I'm glad to hear that for Alan Sherner because I was worried. About his family then. <laughs> I was trying to imagine this really confused family um, opening their mailbox, <laughs> seeing some legal papers served on them for Alan Shearer. <laughs> Just their faces. That would be very confusing. I imagine they're quite rich and they could live in a house that could be mistaken for Alan Shearer's. <laughs> imagine if you open your letterbox tomorrow and there is some legal papers in Alan Scott Allen's letterbox served for Nicholas Pepe or something. It would be very confused. Nicholas <laughs> <laughs> Pepe? You'd be quite confused, wouldn't you? He looks like he's got some shady legal dealings going on, doesn't he? <laughs> um... That, that whole transfer fee was money laundering. £72 million, yeah. <laughs> it sure does feel like it. Uh, okay, final bit of news is Jürgen Klopp Allen, uh, Adam. Sorry. <laughs> Jürgen Klopp Adam has, not, has not been charged by the FA for his comments uh, to Paul Tierney after the Spurs game, after he came on the pitch this week. So, just to refresh us, he came on the pitch uh, after the game against Spurs, and what did he say to, to referee Paul Tierney, Adam? Well, in a a whole uh, sort of dialogue of, of um, friendly passive aggressive abuse said with a smile um, he told Paul Tierney that he didn't have issues with referees just with him at least he's honest about these things I don't think that is honest though do you not I think that's a lie in itself <laughs> Do you think you might actually have issues with other referees and Paul Tierney is one of them? I think you might have issues with other referees sometimes, yeah. And I think if his game wasn't called off, we would have found that out as early as the <laughs> uh, You're quite vexed by this, weren't you? Um, I'm not, no more than in normal standards. I just think that the fact that that's behaviour that should be sanctioned by the FA, I don't understand how he's got... what just got away with it. I think it was clear from what he said. I don't think um, he's accused the referee of any bias, which I think is bad, isn't it? He's just accused of being crap and having a problem with him. And in his defence, that was a pretty ropey old refereeing performance. That was a terrible refereeing performance, I thought. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Adam. You're my favourite this week. Aww. <laughs> Hold on, let me recap. <laughs> You're right, because of the Salah goal. Is that the problem, Emma? Uh... <laughs> Well, not the yes, actually, goal, it, it was it, it was pretty... goal, but the head, the hand, that was obviously should have been disallowed. Yes, that's true. 
That should have been disallowed. Kane should have been sent off. Um, Not sure about that because I believe he's got that. He's got that. Um, oh, he's got his pass, England but... captain free pass. You're right. No, well, um, there's that one, but I imagine he probably also used the Andy. I'm attacking Andy Robertson pass. <laughs> well, I also have a problem with that because Andy Robertson should have got at least two red cards. <laughs> I gave one of those passes to every player in the Premier League. They just they show it on demand. They should keep it in their stock. I told them. <laughs> you, you show it to the referee any time, and they just go, "Yeah, that's fair." <laughs> That is but you, one, you didn't you think that Delhi Ali should have had a penalty because I still don't think it was a penalty. That that poor defending and you're giving the referee a decision to make and you shouldn't be making a pushing motion like that. Well, I I don't disagree with you that that's that he's gone down easily, but I just. I would be more angry at my defender, and I, if that decision got given, I'd be more angry at my defender for giving the referee that option than I would be at the referee for having given the penalty. Okay, right. We're going to move on to uh, Premier League fixtures this weekend. So a couple have already been called off. Postpone um, games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be furious if after writing all this again, like last week, all the games are called off. Um, it's probably is going to happen. So uh, first game is we're going to talk about is the Premier League on Sunday Boxing Day. Uh, these are some Boxing Day heavy um, statistics in here. Burnley versus Everton. Everton absolutely love Boxing Day, Adam. Uh, they are unbeaten in Boxing Day since 2014, and they've beaten. That Bur- doesn't feel right. <laughs> they've beaten Burnley at Turf Moor uh, on Boxing Day in 2018, 5-1, which is a Premier League record. And Rafa Benitez has got a 75% win rate on Boxing Day. That's second only to Fergie, who had 84. This is a shoo-in, isn't it? So there's no way we can lose this game. <laughs> this is it. This is what they've been training for all season. <laughs> <laughs> Rap has been thinking about this 75% win rate, and he wants it, they want to sacrifice the season just for this one day. <laughs> <laughs> Burnley are going to win 2-0. But statistically, they can't. <laughs> sure, statistically... Fortunately, the game's played on grass by people. It's impossible. <laughs> I've seen Everton play. Everything's possible. If this game was played on... Except, except an Everton victory. Except an Everton victory. If, it, if this game was played on the 25th or the 27th of December, anything could happen. But as it's Boxing Day, Adam... Yeah? Are you feeling confident? I'm not feeling confident. No? We're a hot mess. Feel good team. That sounds like quite an accomplice. If someone called me a hot mess, I'll be quite impressed. I'll be quite happy with that. I'd take it as well. Yeah, you, you hot mess. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Are you... so in this, in this type of hot mess, is, this hot mess is a dumpster fire. Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, Emma. <laughs> Emma, make him happy. What's going to happen? Again, I already said that Burnley are going to win 2-0. Oh, okay. Don't make him happy then. Uh, <laughs> I Ma- wasn't joking. I really think that's what's going to happen. Uh, uh, Ma- you, you say one bad thing, about you make one <laughs> joke about Barcelona. Dead to me. Dead. <laughs> never, think, never forget. Uh, Manchester City versus Leicester also at 3 o'clock. Jamie Vardy's never scored in the Premier League on Boxing Day, but he's got two hat-tricks versus Man City. Um, City have won, or Man City have won their last six at home on Boxing Day. Uh, the proper City have only won one of their last eleven on Boxing Day. 
the proper city because <laughs> that's a thing um calling them city when they were sh- he wasn't calling them city when they were shouting at uh, being mean to Liverpool players earlier, was he? They were less no. than then. Yeah. That's true. They were meanies. Meanies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how are the meanies going to get on against the Manx then? They're going to lose. Yeah. 2-0. Mm-hmm. Everything's going to be 2-0. Oh, really? I, and I usually go for 8-0, but... <laughs> Day after Boxing Day, I mean, you can't. Jamie Vardy's not going to be teetotal on Boxing Day, is he? Oh, on no, Christmas he'll still Day. Be drunk. Yeah. He'll still be drunk. He'd have yeah, been drinking. Doesn't, doesn't the man drink like a combination of Red Bull and Port to get him up for games at the best of times? Wasn't it? it? Um, <laughs> he's going to be in peak physical condition. Wasn't it uh, Red Bull and Skittles he used to have in the title winning season? No, oh, no. Does he have diabetes? He's got no teeth left. Oh, God. <laughs> um, OK, Norwich versus Arsenal at three o'clock. So Norwich in the Premier League on Boxing Day, they've drawn one, lost six. Uh, Norwich are bottom. Only three teams have been bottom on the table on Boxing Day have survived. That's West Bromo 4 of 5. No. West Bromo 4 of 5, Sunderland 13-14, and uh, the proper city in 14-15. Arsenal on Boxing Day have lost just two out of 23. Um, Arsenal have won their last three. Norwich have lost their last three. So given their performance uh, at the uh, in the Carabao Cup again. Um, isn't Norwich the game that they flew to once? They were in the air for something like eight minutes and Arsenal Wenger had to justify that. Oh, man. That sucks. I'm sure that... Yeah, and then, another time, and then another time they took the train and then all the players got shouted at on the platform. So they got... <laughs> They can't, they can't do right for doing wrong, can they? <laughs> that was in Stoke, wasn't it? And Wenger fell over on the platform or something and everyone cheered. I mean, I would also laugh. <laughs> um, can we see anything other than Arsenal win here? Nope. No, Adam? I was convinced that West Ham were bottom at Christmas. Well, maybe, may have, but, they may have done, but they may not have survived. No, but the season they did stay up, it turns out that... Cool. I was wrong. There's a title of the podcast. Collector's item. <laughs> Adam Scott <laughs> Allen, a confession. I think of it as a Christmas present. Oh, okay, thank you. As opposed to an actual Christmas present. I mean, that's better than any gift I could actually give you, isn't it? No, you sent me, you sent me your second-hand cycling shorts, didn't you? I, I, I'm a giver, kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I've not, I, didn't, I didn't wash them after we bought them. I, they're hung up in our house somewhere. Are they framed like somebody's yeah. um, got, like, the shirt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're in... <laughs> They're in what's known as the Adam Scott Allen suite. <laughs> Incredible. Things have spiralled. With Aubameyang not playing, do you think that's... Um, do you think that... A good thing? Well, no, yes, not so much a good thing. Do you think that's sort of... A, what, do you think that's a thing that can maybe improve team morale with him not being there? You know, sort of... You know when you have a really horrible person so at work... Thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know when you have some, you know when you have someone at work that you don't like, or everyone in the office doesn't like, and then they leave, and then you're all like, ah, oh, thank God they've gone, and you get on a whole lot better, and you do better. Um, is that sort of, that's the sort of thing, yeah. getting that, yeah. As long as I'm not that guy, that's fine. 
Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't to... know that you're that guy. Well, I'm trying to think back through my work history, see if I have been that guy. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter if you are that guy because you're then leaving. So. Oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm going to be that guy somewhere else then. <laughs> you can be that guy as much as you want because you've left and everyone's happy. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, we're all going for Arsenal. Sorry, Aubameyang, yeah, sorry. The reason it's good for Arsenal is because it means Martinelli plays more, and I've rated him since before his injury. He's super good. He is incredibly good, isn't he? Okay, uh, Spurs versus Crystal Palace at three o'clock. Spurs are beaten in fourteen uh, games on Boxing Day. That run goes back to the 0304 season. That is the longest run in the top four divisions. Um, ha- You're right, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> I know this is a good stab. I don't know. Is that good? Um, Harry Kane has got <laughs> Harry Kane has got eight Boxing Day goals. Come. Actually, the headphones fell out of my ear. That's one of the problems. Oh, <laughs> uh, Harry Kane has got eight Boxing Day goals, uh, including goals over the last five years on Boxing Day. Um, that's one behind Robbie Fowler, who's got the record. And as a player, Patrick Vieira won 100% of his Arsenal games played on a Boxing Day. He's not a player anymore. But he's not a player yeah. anymore. <laughs> he's a manager now, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> When you talk about the state that when you were talking earlier, like the state that Jamie Vardy's gonna be in. <laughs> yeah. um, can you can you imagine Antonio Cosmo letting his place have any fun? <laughs> He's probably got them in Christmas Day, ten AM training. The yeah. man who banned catch out. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think he's super fun. You wouldn't say that if you played for him, would you? He's probably one of those... Um, maybe, I don't know. You know, maybe, sometimes you maybe get... He's just, maybe he's a really fun boss. You get disappointed... Kind of man who gets a, can, do you think that man who gets a hair transplant, is he going to be a good, an interesting <laughs> guy? Or That sounds like a zane, like... Or are they a huge narcissist? Like... <laughs> could go either yeah, way. Yeah, got a good that. point. I forgot about that. You know, sometimes you get disciplinarian football managers and it goes two ways. Players either revolt against them or... Uh, they really warm to him and will run through walls for him. I was wondering which way around Conte would fall for that. Or which which side Conte falls on that. I don't Do think, think it's the manager. I think it's the players. How do you mean? I think that some players some players that works for and others it doesn't and then the job of a manager who's like that is to get the right players in, right? I yeah. think that's sort of like a that was sort of the the Mourinho masterclass in his in his heyday. Yeah, okay. they had players like Terry and Lampard who would run through brick walls for him. Yeah. Um. So how do you think this game's going to go, guys? I think because of that Tottenham will win. Yeah. Okay. Emma. <laughs> Spurs. 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 Okay. Um. Three o'clock is West Ham versus Southampton. Uh, Southampton have lost their last four versus West Ham, uh, conceding three goals each time. Um, West Ham have won 14 at home against Southampton. That's the most versus one opponent. Uh, and David Moyes versus Southampton, he has won seven, drawn eight, and only lost two. So I'd imagine if you wanted to end that terrible cliff that West Ham have fallen off, um, you'd want to land on the yeah. Southampton uh, mattress, wouldn't you? Well, I've, you know, allied myself to the West Hammer shit train, so <laughs> I have yeah. to go for Southampton here. Okay, Adam? <laughs> um, I very much highlighted that train existed, so I also have to go. <laughs> <laughs> we set our stalls out pretty early here, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
we've made our prediction about where West, where about West Ham on this podcast about five minutes in. Fair enough. And you got Sam Francis Bourgeois running alongside that train with his GoPro. You're not going to find any sort of West Ham related inconsistencies. Not even West Ham. You're not going to find any inconsistencies in these podcasts from me, Chris. I'm going to be logically consistent all the way through. Okay. Uh, Arsenal versus Chelsea, half past. I'm not. <laughs> Arsenal versus Chelsea, half past five on Sky. This is the sixth time these teams have met on Boxing Day. Uh, Chelsea. Wait, did you say Arsenal versus Chelsea? Arsenal, yeah. I thought Arsenal were playing Arsenal. Oh, God. Hang on. I can't believe we've done this. All right. Okay. Who's playing Chelsea? I can. I can. I've done this. <laughs> I suppose. Part of the... Hadn't done this. <laughs> the weird thing is he's taken this long to get here. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm impressed. <laughs> so, who's playing Aston, Aston Villa? Villa? Why did I write Arsenal? Uh, Aston Villa versus Chelsea. So... <laughs> because, it's, because it's in the A family? Yes, This is the sixth time teams have met on Boxing Day. Chelsea won their last five. Uh, Aston Villa have won their last three Boxing Day games. Um, their record is five in a row, which uh, went between 1908 to 1913. So see if they can replicate their own little uh, unbeaten run there. Um, I don't think they will. I think Chelsea, despite their one win in four in the Premier League, I think they're going to do this, aren't they? Are we talking about Arsenal? Or... <laughs> I actually don't think matters. I think I'm picking Chelsea either way. Mm. Okay. What did you say, Emma? Uh, I think Chelsea are going to win. It doesn't matter if they were playing Arsenal or Aston Villa. Oh, okay. Uh, or a combination of both. Uh, Brighton versus Brentford, 8 o'clock on Sky. Um, who's going to watch Brighton versus Brentford at 8 o'clock on Sky on Boxing Day night other than a Brighton oh, and Brentford fan? Drunk. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Other than Brighton and Brentford fans, who's going to watch this? Uh, Brighton and Winners. Well, hold on. Hold on. Will I be asleep or is Red Zone? No, we'll be deep into Red Zone. Oh, yeah. We'll, we will be so in Red Zone by then. Red Zone? Is that the 10 minutes and, you get for. Red Zone? What's Red Zone? I'm not going to tell you because I, your imagination is going to. Is it like. Your imagination is going to be far better than. Is it like the free 10 minutes you used to get on Sky at 11 o'clock at night when you were young? It could be whatever. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Okay. Um, all right. Seems you're not even going to watch this. Let's not bother previewing it. Uh, Monday, 18... Brighton. Brighton. going Brighton. Okay. Oh! Who were they playing? What game was it? Then? Brighton versus Brentford. So Brighton are winless on Boxing oh, Day in... Brentford. Come on. Their last well, Brentford... Collide. Brentford, like Boxing Day, they've won one out. Uh, sorry, they've lost one out of their last twelve on Boxing Day, and they're unbeaten on Boxing Day in the top flight since 1946. So it's a good day for them. Brentford, 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 Brentford. Okay. Uh, just scratch away at that. That's the top flight, Emma. I put that in just for you, just because I knew you'd pull it apart. Uh, eight, <laughs> eight o'clock on Sky on oh, Monday. He got you Christmas present. Oh, I've got one for you now. We need one for Emma. Yeah. Well, that's, well you said I'm your favourite. That's good enough. Oh, is it? Okay. Well, that's a shame because I've just sent Adam over to you in a cape to jump out. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Monday, 8 o'clock on Sky's Newcastle versus uh, Manchester United. So, Manchester United in the Premier League has scored 112 goals versus Newcastle. That's the most versus any opponent. Um, 
Newcastle. It's like a lot. Even, even, <laughs> no matter how many years, the Premier League has gone for 100 years and that still feels like a lot. <laughs> uh, Newcastle. Are can... you sure that's right? Yes. God's sakes. It does feel like a lot. <laughs> okay, I'll read these two of the statistics off to you and then I'll okay. double check. Um, Newcastle conceded 79 goals in 2021. That's a joint record with Ipswich from 1994 in the Premier League. Uh, Newcastle have won well, that's two. About, that feels about right. Yeah, Newcastle have won two of their last four versus Manchester United at home. That's as many as their previous thirteen. Right, you two talk while I look at this statistic. Do you want to talk about red zone? You can talk about red zone. I don't want it. I don't want it to know anymore. Because <laughs> I also think that once Google's it, it could get end up in a world of trouble. No, no, no. We, we... <laughs> I've got those blocks on. I don't want my poor children looking at this stuff. And to find Emma's only fans page. Chris, uh, when I answered the call from him today, uh, the first thing <laughs> was sexo. <laughs> All of these amazing Spanish words like telebanco and things like that, and you didn't tell me what Spanish for sex was. I mean, that's just the greatest possibly ever, isn't it? That, well, be- that beats oobly doobly. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you're roasting my language. <laughs> Okay, so uh, Manchester United have scored 112 Premier League goals against Newcastle. No team have scored more against a single opponent in the competition's history. Oh, hang on, it gets better. Arsenal also have 112 goals against Everton. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you're glad I went back yeah. to that now, aren't you, Adam? Now I don't feel like the Newcastle number so silly. <laughs> Perfectly reasonable amount, isn't it? Because <laughs> I, I've, I've seen a lot of Arsenal for Everton for Everton. <laughs> Fair enough. Right, guys, how do you think this one's going to go? Uh, I don't think Newcastle will very much have a hope in hell. I would agree with that. Although Manchester United be poor. Well, not under Randnick, are they poor? Are they? Yeah, well, there's yeah. degrees of poor, though, right? They're, they're getting results, but the performances are poor. This is true. Oh, um, with the January transfer window opening and Newcastle expected to spend loads and loads, maybe their players will be trying that extra little bit harder that Eddie Howe doesn't buy a player in their position. Maybe. I think maybe it might be a little bit late for that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but yeah, this... this uh, I know that... Oh, four two 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 is a, a Ralph Ramnick favourite, but just doesn't. I don't understand how that best fits the players that he has at his disposal at Manchester United. No. Okay, Emma. Uh, I think Manchester United will win. I don't think they're very good. I think it'll be a pretty boring, low quality game. But um, that doesn't mean Man United can't win four 0 then. We're true enough. If, the, yeah. if these numbers are anything to go by. <laughs> yeah, 8 nil. This is my 8 nil. I'm getting my 8 nil. Fair enough. Right, okay. Uh, that brings us to the end of our um, Premier League preview. Brings us to the end of our podcast. Anyone got any other business at all? No. Okay. Right, thank you. Okay, okay. So we're Man of the Post, part of the at Man on the Post network. So you can find us on Instagram and um, Twitter at Man on the Post. Uh, 
Ali and Simon and Dave will be back, I imagine, next week to preview the games that, uh, review the games that we've been previewing. I did see if anybody wanted to do a quiz next week. Only Ali replied. That would be a terrible quiz if there's just true. one person doing it. Oh, no, you replied. Said not on your Nelly or something, didn't you? <laughs> not a chance. <laughs> Hard no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, um, a quiz with just Ali wouldn't be that much of a quiz. So uh, that's not going ahead. Why are you disrespecting Ali like that? Because who would he be competing against? Himself. The quiz master. In the ultimate battle. <laughs> what if he doesn't win? He could be. He could be both the person and the chaser. <laughs> Given the fact he's eating battered pigs in blankets, I'm not entirely sure he's going to make it through to next week. I'm not sure why you were so intrigued about that because it isn't. It's just a step up from a battered sausage, which is already a thing that well and truly exists. That's uh, yes, that's true. I did think about that later on. Although I did cut out his message and and send it to a friend saying, "Guess what nationality this person is?" And within two seconds, Scottish. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, also, my wife said the same thing when I shouted it out to her, uh, and my daughter as well, actually. So I've obviously been training them well. Um, <laughs> okay, so yeah, there we go back. Uh, you can find us on uh, Spotify, Apple iTunes, or Apple Podcasts, um, Stitcher, and Acast. If you like what you hear, you can review us uh, and rate us and give us a nice five-star review. Or, and you can follow us and subscribe in all our uh, future uh, podcasts to fall automatically in your inbox. Adam, if they want to follow you, how do they do that on Twitter? They can't, Chris. I told you I got rid of Well, I actually, since I told you, I have got now got rid of Twitter. I'm five days sober. Are you? How's it going? Yeah, just fine. Are you enjoying it? Yeah, I'm, I'm worried that there are new memes that I don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't even pick them up three months later on Facebook either, can you? <laughs> no. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, and Emma, they can't follow you either, can they? No. Bloody hell. Yeah, absolutely can. <laughs> it's a lonely furrow I'm planning on here. Uh, you can follow me at CHM77. So, uh, guys, thank you ever so much. And always remember to keep your uh, man on the post. Mm-hmm.